T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, so uh, absolute bafflement ensues. Uh, as t- not here, um, but on Fox News and some other places, as to why Kevin McCarthy just can't get elected mm, yeah. as speaker. Se- this is embarrassing. Six votes. Mm-hmm. Six votes. Um, and he can't do it. And everybody's just so confused. Well, Sean Hannity, not everybody. Yeah. Um, as to why this is. And Tucker Carlson absolutely nailed it last night. Unsurprisingly. And he sounded just like me, as he often does when he gets it right. He said, look, we need a church commission. The FBI, this is Tucker Carlson last night. I've got the audio. The FBI has now become a bigger force in our elections than any single group of voters. That is the God's honest truth. That is terrifying. And we're learning this from the Twitter files and that the FBI is now um, acting as the gatekeeper, the belly button for no less uh, than a dozen federal agencies who are censoring us. Everyone from the Department of Health and Human Services to the CDC, the CIA, the Pentagon. And Lee, you've heard me like a broken record. I've actually took plates with people, so I stopped a bit. Um, But every single day, The first thing I do when I walk in this office every day, it never ends, is I Google two names, Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy, the two leaders, supposedly, of the Republican Party, although you'd never know it. And I Google them to see what they have said the day before. I look at their Twitter feeds. I look at their Facebook pages. I do it quickly. I've got it all bookmarked. And you can tell with that one act why we lose. And then all throughout the show, I get texts, we lose, we lose, we're just losing. No, we didn't fight. You can't lose if you didn't fight. My kids play sports. If you don't show up and get on a field and run up and down it with the ball, you forfeited the game. We forfeited the game. This is the fight to fight. And every single day, without exception, as outrage after outrage after outrage after outrage, piles up we learn an almost Stalinist level of control of speech across 15 platforms hundreds of millions of posts from Google to Twitter to Facebook to Instagram gone 
And we learn that the FBI is the gatekeeper for it all. And Kev and Mitch say not one word. Not one word. Kevin McCarthy only began doing one and two minute segments on it with Hannity in December. Because he realized he didn't have the votes to win. The second you elect this man, they will crack down on us even harder. We are not, we don't have two years for Kevin McCarthy to mess around and have a nice title on the office he is currently squatting in uh, like a homeless person addicted to crack from California. He moved in. That is the level of absolute contempt for the American people in his own caucus that he has. And so if you listen to this show, you know, we don't have two years. In four years at the rate we're going, we're not going to have candidates. I mean, we'll have them. You can go down to the Board of Elections and see who's running. But it's not going to be possible to see who's running from going online. The Democrats will be there, but we won't. We won't. We're not going to be there. Not our candidates. I mean, you might hear what Mitch is saying or Kev's saying if the FBI is feeling generous and magnanimous that day. But other than that, no. No, you're not, we're not going to have it. And we've learned from the latest Twitter files the full horror of it. The FBI is acting as a gatekeeper for even members of Congress who just don't like certain accounts so they cancel them. Committees of Congress who just don't like certain accounts, so they cancel them. Where's Kev? Hmm? Where is he? Because I'm here to tell you, if you look at other authoritarian regimes, this is how it starts. First, the accounts are going in this era, and when there's nobody to report and no one to speak and no one is allowed to speak anymore, the people start disappearing. That's coming. That is is coming. They're going to take our candidates first. And then they're going to take people. And the only way we'll know they're gone is someone can speak up, but they'll disappear too. Maybe it'll be their account. Maybe it'll be them. I mean, Lee, I can quantify this. Um, the media research uh, group did a study on both the Senate race and the Senate runoff. Google disappeared our candidates. Some of the, some of the actual websites of the U.S. Senate candidates are unfindable on Google. You can find them if you go back multiple pages. You know, you you scroll down, click back one page, two page, three page. They are disappearing our candidates, and the FBI is the gatekeeper. In Twitter's own words, they call the FBI the belly button. And you've got that creepy thug, Elvis Chan, It is an absolute freaking miracle to me that he has a job at this point under Kev. And he is offering to be the belly button, the back hole uh, for all these creepy agencies to come in. Lee, I'm sorry, I'm going to just shut up now, but I, I just, we can't put Kev back. They can put all um, of, get all the promises out of him they want. And I hope they do. But the second he is allowed to don that door and has his name on it officially. The fight ends. If we don't have a First Amendment and the FBI is allowed to disappear it, it's over. It's 
It's done. It's over. We are we are finished as a society. It does not matter what Kev does after that. And you and I both know, we all know, I know from Googling, dang it, I've been doing it since the summer. The second Kevin McCarthy wins, the FBI wins too. They've already got control of Mitch. Mitch has, this is astonishing. Mitch McConnell is the number one ranking uh, leader of the Republican Party. He is the minority leader in the Senate because he lost the Senate because he sucks because he spent tens of million dollars defeating conservatives in the primary and didn't spend the money defeating Democrats in the general. That's where we are with Mitch. Mitch, this is astonishing, has, even with the Twitter files, has never said ever, word one, not one word, not one sentence, not one lie about the FBI acting as a gatekeeper, about censorship by social media, by the Democrats, who the FBI also acts as a gatekeeper for. Democrat Party censors you. Adam Schiff censors you. Adam Schiff knocked one of the best investigative reporters in this country off of Twitter because he just didn't like him. High-ranking Democrat Intel Committee. Not one word from Mitch ever. Not one. That's astonishingly because Mitch McConnell's own candidates got canceled. You can't run with any amount of money if no one can see you online. He doesn't care. That's what you're going to get from McCarthy. He's going to go right back to the same thing. As their mentor, because they share the same fundraising roots, George W. Bush holds a back-to-back tandem conference with Barack Obama where they both in December argued that we need to go forward with the censorship of Republican voters, conservatives, Republican voters, whatever you want to call it. That's where the money to, to fund Kev, that's where the money to fund Mitch comes from. And that is, that is Bush money. The Bush name is toxic and it's poison now, so is the Cheney name, but the money in. The money is still flowing through Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy and when George W. Bush is sitting there speaking for the donors, I said, we got to wipe our voters out, man. They got to go away. We cannot let them be seen or heard from. That is who gives the marching orders. It's the Bush cabal. It's their fundraising machine. It's why, uh, let me tell you what, it's not just 20 Republicans in Congress who oppose them. They, I'm telling you, half that caucus wishes McCarthy would fail so they could be free. But they are scared to death of that money. And that is what, and, and it being used against them in the primary, that Bush money, that poison. And so they keep their mouths shut on the FBI too. And pretty soon, it's not going to matter if they open their mouths because no one's going to hear them. It's going to be like a, for, a tree foreign, falling in the forest. We aren't, we aren't going to be visible online. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry, you go. I, I could, I'm so disgusted this morning. Well, we for Fox News to act like, oh, why don't we want Kevin McCarthy? Why would we want Kevin McCarthy? Is I think a better starting place. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Good morning. All right, Tucker Carlson absolutely nailing this. Overnight, what's at stake with Kevin McCarthy and how we just, we do not have time. We, we don't have time for his silence. And the silence is the biggest thing. The silence is the biggest problem. We have got to fight and we don't have a lot of time left to do that. And kind of where we are right now is this. The FBI is absolutely empowered, totally empowered right now because the so-called leadership of the Republican Party in the Senate passed that omnibus. Remember that. We could have defunded the FBI entirely. We could have put a, a rider on the funding bill that would, that would forbid the FBI to use any resources, personnel, money, any of it for censorship. We could have forbidden any FBI employee from having any communication of any kind with a social media company. We could have mandated the firing of any employee who takes any censorship action. But the most powerful way to do that would have been the power of the purse to, provid- to forbid legally the using of any dollars, any staff, any resources, so much as a piece of paper by the FBI to censor, to act as the, as the gatekeeper. We could have done all that in the budget. But Mitch McConnell took that away from us. When he got together with the Democrats in December, it's just never been done in the history of Congress in the United States, in a lame duck session, and passed a bill that put no restrictions on the FBI censorship of social media, which we know is vast now. We just got this Twitter files this week's amazing. And you see Chief uh, Censorship Thug Elvis Chan Uh, who is a real creep, a true brown shirt, going back and forth with Yoel Roth at Twitter. And Yoel Roth is overwhelmed because over a dozen federal agencies, um, you know, many members of Congress are looking to censor people um, on Twitter just because they don't like them in a lot of cases. I mean, there's no national security threat. And... The FBI and Yoel Roth come to the decision that, well, look, the FBI will just be the channel, will be the, be- they call it the belly button. 
the gatekeeper for all the censorship. And the FBI will just communicate all the accounts that need to be taken down and all the posts that need to be taken down. And the FBI at this point is so powerful in these Twitter files, they're not even providing a justification anymore. I mean, the broad justification is Russia, Russia, Russia. But we also know from these Twitter files that the FBI and the CIA have demanded that Twitter produce evidence of Russian disinformation, Russian disinformation accounts. And Twitter's tried and they can't. They can't find it on their own platform because there is no Russian disinformation. That's just the excuse for FBI censorship. We could have stopped it all with the budget. All we had to do was wait six weeks for this new Congress to take control in the House. The budget usually originates in the House. But Mitch McConnell got together with the Democrats and Chuck Schumer, passed an omnibus that not only uh, made no mention of censorship, restrained the FBI in no way. They gave him a half a billion dollar raise and a brand new shiny headquarters. And later that day, when the FBI knew they were in the clear, they put a statement out mocking us, mocking the people that they had censored, calling it a conspiracy theory, making fun of Elon Musk, making uh, fun of Matt Taibbi, whose journalism here has been top-notch. He should get a Pulitzer for what he's done. Making fun of the journalists, the serious journalists, some of whom are liberal, reporting this. And the reason the FBI mocked us that way and called it a conspiracy theory because they have Mitch McConnell has their back. And right now, whether Kevin McCarthy has their back is up in the air, but the second he gets that key to the speakership office, it's over. No one will fight. And folks, I don't know how we go into 2024, into an election year with any candidate. It doesn't matter who. With the FBI, with the absolute iron fist ability to censor any account it wants to. For no reason. Because that's what's happening in the Twitter files. This last release was jaw-dropping. And you're looking at this is the beginning of 23. We'll be at the end of 24 by then. I mean, at this point, now, I mean, Twitter hopefully will stay free unless it goes bankrupt. It may by then. I mean, Elon Musk has warned multiple times it's headed for bankruptcy. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe we have one website, to Twitter, that we're allowed to speak on or something like that. You've got the getters and the gabs, but those don't count. That's an echo chamber. That's an echo chamber. Nobody who's not a Trump fan or a hardcore right winger is going to go on one of those sites any more than you and I are going to go on Huffington Post today. But a lot of people are going to go on Twitter. And I'm here to tell you, by 2024, we aren't effectively going to have candidates. We'll have them, but they won't be visible. No one will be able to see them. The FBI will say, oh, yeah, that candidate in Arkansas, we don't like them. There goes their Twitter account. Russian disinformation. You know what's the most stunning thing about the Twitter files, to me, of all of it? They go through um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages now and all these FBI censorship requests for the CIA, the Pentagon. By the way, the CIA and the Pentagon operating on our soil is flat out illegal. This is law-breaking. It's not just unfair. It's illegal. These are human rights violations. These are violations uh, of the First Amendment. Not one thing that the FBI has requested censored, the CDC has requested censored, the Pentagon has requested censored, the CIA has requested censored, the Health and Human Services Department has requested censored, the House Homeland Security Committee of the House has requested censored, the individual members of Congress have requested censored. Not one thing was inaccurate. None of it was disinformation. It was all true. So the censorship is 
not just censorship of people spouting out opinions or saying things that are untrue. They only bother with censoring the truth. Because I'm at a lot. I don't know how in an era where elections are won or lost online, we can win in 24. We can fight in 20. We can do anything in 20. I don't care how much money they raise. It's like, you know, they're already speculating. Well, Ronald McDaniel raises. Who cares? I don't care. Do you care? If no one sees the commercials, if no one sees the websites, if you can't run commercials, if no one can go see what you're saying on a video at a campaign stop, who cares? Who cares what they raise? Well, Kevin McCarthy, you raised a lot of my show. For what? To top to chop down a tree in a forest? Nobody's going to hear it fall? This is end stage stuff. And we can fight it. The American people are with us. A majority of Democrats in a Rasmussen poll last week are with us. They don't want the censorship. It wasn't a big majority, it's 52%, but they don't want it. Two people stand in our way, Ken McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. We could get them out of the way. We got a shot. We've not only got a shot, we've got a great shot. We've got a shot at coming back in spades because the public is with us, and that is why they know they need McCarthy and McConnell to keep the GOP on the leash, to keep them from fighting. Those of us who will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy today take no joy in this discomfort that this moment has brought. But if you want to drain the swamp, you cannot put the biggest alligator in charge of the exercise. I'm a Florida man and I know of what I speak. We offered Kevin McCarthy terms last evening that he rejected. We sought a vote in the first quarter of the 118th Congress on term limits. He refused. We wanted a budget from the Republican Study Committee that balances on the floor in the first quarter. He refused. We wanted the border plan that the Texas delegation put together on the floor. He refused. And it is true that we struggle with trust with Mr. McCarthy because time and again, his viewpoints, his positions, they shift like sands underneath you. Even Kevin McCarthy's own mentor recently said that the lies always change. And Mr. McCarthy is not only responsive to pressure from the right. Time and again, he has failed to achieve the goals that we seek on spending and on the fight. For months, we have been asking Mr. McCarthy for his battle plan. How do we ensure that we stand up for folks in the military who feel like they're being purged? How do we ensure that if there is the passage of a farm bill, it includes things like work requirements? And all we got was a handful of howdy and a mouthful of much obliged. So we do not want to be here at this moment. We would prefer to have a unity of purpose, but we will not continue to allow the uniparty to run this town without a fight. There's very little difference between Nancy Pelosi and her California delegation mate that seeks the gavel. And we want to change because this town is broken. And this is a person who has acknowledged in Mr. McCarthy that the town is broken, and he has been a part of that process for many years as a member of the leadership. We'll take some questions. Are you saying because we took things to this brink in the 11th hour right before the speaker's vote, 
he is unqualified to be speaker? In other words, a speaker, a leader would have worked this out a long time ago. Is well, yeah, I reject the premise of the question. We did not take this to the brink. For many months, well, we have been presenting these ideas to Mr. McCarthy, and we have gotten strung along, and only only on New Year's Eve did we see changes to the rules. And what's interesting about the meeting we just had is our colleagues broadly celebrated rules changes that many of us had been fighting for to ensure that we had an opportunity to read the bills before voting on them so that we did not get log rolled with multiple pieces of legislation put together that don't have the same subject so that we had germanity rules so things like the National Defense Authorization Act wouldn't be amended onto a water infrastructure bill. And we did not get timely responses from Mr. McCarthy. We did not get substantive responses from Mr. McCarthy, because I think he thought that just by going on your network and others, that he would browbeat us into submission to the swamp. And we're not going to do that. So what are we looking at here? I explained this yesterday in my Battleground podcast. Let me explain this to you. 20 people, 20 brave people have stepped up to fight the globalists, to fight the, the uniparty. And the reason that you don't see dozens and dozens and dozens more, believe me, they'd like to. I mean, you don't even see Jeff Duncan, our local Congress member. He's AWOL right now. I mean, I hate to say that. I like Jeff, but he is. It's, it's a reality. William Timmons is AWOL. Nowhere. Um, Ralph Norman, thank you. Ralph Norman is doing this. This is incredibly brave. And he knows the price of this. Ralph Norman came on this show the day after he won, and we worked hard to elect him on this show. He had $700,000 spent against him in the Republican primary uh, by this cabal of Bush donors that is uh, loosely affiliated with the thugs at the top of the party because he was perceived to be the conservative. $700,000 to take him out at the knees in the primary. Money we should be spending against Democrats. This is why we lose. This is why we lose. And he beat it. He just barely beat it beat it I think we were part of getting him over the line you were your curiosity about who actually represents you and now you're seeing what it looks like when you actually are represented because Norman has faced the onslaught of the McConnell McCarthy money which is usually spent in tandem with the Chamber of Commerce money that supports the open borders and the erasure of uh, America quite frankly America would be a region on a map but it wouldn't be a country anymore and be part of a bigger government that is the Uh, number one goal uh, of the globalists and of the Republican Party under McCarthy and under McConnell. So these people that are not speaking, it's not because they support McCarthy, do not misunderstand. They are like Ralph Norman or they've seen what happened to Ralph Norman. If you are perceived to be a supporter of the Bill of Rights, you want to keep this country sovereign. You would like it to have borders. You don't want terrorists streaming over the border. They will take you out at the knees. They are afraid of Kevin McCarthy. That is why they are supporting. It is not because he's a good guy. This is fear. So Ralph Norman, um, you know, just want you to know, sir, doing what you're doing right now takes an incredible amount of guts. It's not only not the easy thing, it's the really hard thing he's probably going to get primaried by these thugs and they're thugs these people aren't republicans any more than the democrats are liberal anymore or democrat they're not they're globalists they're uniparty they are one government people they want something that looks more like a cross between 
uh, the social credit system of China and the sort of unified one government system of the European Union. That is what they want. They consider the way that we have freedom now, the way that we run our government now to be antiquated and old world and silly, and they want it to go away. And they spend between four and $700,000 in Republican primaries to wipe out normals, to wipe out people who support individual liberty and then dress their candidates up as supporters of the Second Amendment and the First Amendment. They are, they are no such thing. So thank you, Ralph Norman. What you're doing right now is heroic. I really wish that Jeff Duncan and, and William Timmons would join you. I'm, I'm deeply disappointed that, that Jeff Duncan, who I normally like a lot, and he's, a great, he's been great as a congressman, but on this I am deeply, deeply disappointed in him. I wish I was. Look, when Lindsey Graham gets it right, I tell you that too. When Tim Scott gets it right, I tell you that too. What you're doing, Representative Norman, takes guts. You almost never see it at this level with so much on the line. This is taking all of your chips and putting them down on the table. Because like the hounds of hell, they are going to come for Ralph Norman in that primary. And let me tell you, sir, I'm going to be here waiting. I'm going to let them know if they come for you. I will be in the ring with you. I will remind people if I have to do it in every segment what, why you are being opposed and why your opponent has so much money behind them. Because this is what they do. Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell spent a combined more than $20 million through their various creepy little factions and packs, taking conservatives out in primaries, taking out people who supported Trump, taking out great representatives like Madison Cawthorn. And all Cawthorn did was say, hey, listen, we got members of Congress up here sleeping with everybody right and left. It's like one big party. Mitch, you know, who, who didn't like that? Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy personally got him defeated in the primary. He was a great conservative. Guy in a wheelchair, a total hero. Why did McCarthy do that? Let's see, members of Congress sleeping together. That was a conspiracy theory. No one. It's what Kev does. Had an affair with Renee Elmers, cost her her seat. Cheated on his wife. That's why I wouldn't speak it the first time. And Kevin McCarthy's outraged that Madison Cawthorn would say, oh, these members of Congress are sleeping together, sleeping with everybody. It's one big, I can't use the word up here. Well, gosh darn, Madison, that sounds exactly like what Kevin McCarthy did, does. That we, we know he does. That's why he had to step down from the last speaker's race. In other words, Cawthorn told the truth and McCarthy took him out at the knees. That's who these people are. They don't represent you. Let's jump on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Uh, text rates. Should we message William Timmons and Jeff Duncan calling them out for voting for Kevin? Try to change their minds? Yeah, go for it. Look, you can talk a good game when you come on this station. But if there's no action behind that game when you go to Washington, what's the point?
Uh, texture rates, Tira. Um, can we keep the Republicans in limbo for the next two years so that no Democrat legislation gets funded? I know, just wishful thinking. I mean, theoretically, yeah, a better way, though, would be um, to have a different speaker who'd be willing to do the stuff uh, that would actually allow us to win. Folks, I, 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 get to te- I get so frustrated. I get to text every day on the show. We're losing. And again, as I said earlier in the show, we're not losing. We didn't get on the field. We're not even on the field. We got two coaches, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, that won't let us on the field. We don't even know what would happen if we were to actually get on the field. We, we've, we've no idea. We've never fought. But I'll tell you what, I got a hint of what it'd be like. Our message is so good and so powerful and resonates so powerfully with the American people that they have to censor it. And that should tell you something. You know what else should tell you something? Bill Maher, liberal comedian, right? Democrat, open Democrat. Had Matt Taibbi on about medical censorship, FBI censorship, social media censorship. He sounds more conservative, more freedom-oriented. They're both liberals, Matt Taibbi, the reporter, and Bill Maher, than Kevin McCarthy ever has. I mean, Bill Maher might make a better speaker of the Republican Party. Listen to this. We have never heard this from Kev, and we've certainly never heard it from Mitch. Listen to the difference. We don't even have a speaker or a minority leader as radical to the right as Bill Maher, who is a leftist. You will never catch them saying this. I read in the front page of the New York Times this week, there is a new voting block, a new constituency, anti-mandate. They said mostly parents, but these are people who are not going to vote based on Republican or Democrat. They're going to vote based on COVID policy. I'm one of them, and I don't even have kids. (laughs) You know, it's a medical issue. I do not want to be dictated. There is no the science, especially in medical science. You can recommend whatever you like, but I must insist you don't insist how I handle my health. I never was... Yeah. Okay? No, I... Uh, And my doctors, I know many of them, say very different things because doctors are afraid to speak out. You've written about this a lot, right? Yeah. And I want to listen to the ones who are sometimes afraid to speak out, although you can find them. Yeah. I I think that's the one issue where the Democrats are really, really weak on the the freedom topic is the freedom of speech issue. That's become become a very difficult and fraught issue for, for Democrats you know, ever since the beginning of the, the content moderation era on the Internet, there are a lot of people who associate the Democratic Party with people being taken off the Internet and, you know, right. people being afraid to say certain things. And that's, you know, that's not a positive, I think, which is, and it's the complete opposite of what I remember uh, liberalism being about when I was growing up. I mean, you know. Especially in... How the- hard is it for our leaders, our supposed leaders, the Republican Party, we're the victims, to just say that? Bill Maher's a liberal, and he just did. Toast Matt Taibbi. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 